Hello, I'm Pastor Doug Meacham from Grace Chapel in Westerville, Ohio, and we welcome you back to Life's Beautiful Journey Radio. Each week we will be talking about a different part of life, and this week we will be talking about books. Now, I've never been a big reader over the years. Um, You know, I've actually uh, waited for the movie typically to come out to see a popular story come to life. That's just my preference. But I have had moments throughout my life where books have affected me in different ways. Now, first, to get some uh, corny book jokes out of the way, I'm sure you're hoping for this. (laughs) But, you know, I started reading an anti-gravity book, and it's just been hard to put down. Oh, boy. Uh, You know, a book I've been reading about mountains has been so interesting because it has so many cliffhangers. And do you know why book writers are always cold? Because they have to go through so many drafts. All right. (laughs) I apologize for that. I had to get some of those out uh, for you to hear there. But, um, you know, when I was a child, I can remember memorizing the children's book called Here Comes the Parade from the little Golden Book Collection. I don't know if you ever read that. I think those were out since the 50s. But uh, it described the sounds of the drums and various instruments as the parade passed by throughout the book. And I was so young that I really couldn't read yet, but I knew what the words were saying as each page was turned. So it looked like I was just reading right along there, right out loud, (laughs) each page as it turned. In elementary school, I can remember reading the book Charlotte's Web for the first time. And it really amazed me to think that those creatures could be communicating with each other in the story. You never know, right? But it also provided one of the first sad stories that I can remember in a book. I didn't realize I could feel so emotional over some fictional characters in a story on those pages. By middle school, I remember experiencing my first murder mystery book with The Westing Game. I don't know if you've ever read that or not. I couldn't wait to keep reading through each chapter to try and find out who took out Sam Westing. Or so we thought. And who would get the inheritance of $200 million? (laughs) It also provided a nice plot twist, I guess, in the end there, which you'll have to read to find out. In high school, I was mildly disturbed by the plot line of the book, The Lord of the Flies. You remember that one? With this book, you have a group of British boys who got stranded on a deserted island there, and uh, they uh, try to set up a system of organization, but, you know, they uh, eventually resort to violence and mayhem, as you see throughout that book, and so much of it reflects, I think, our own society and the struggles for power that we see around the world. You know, to see the use of the story and characters to drive that point home really stuck with me as uh, we read through that. But as I moved into adulthood, the books that interested me the most were books about various topics, things that I could learn about. I always wanted to have that quest for knowledge. You know, after graduating from college and going through some relationships that weren't very fulfilling and ultimately were fleeting, I spent a lot of time reading and studying about how to have a successful relationship. Of course, the conclusion typically came in the concept of loving your significant other as Jesus loved and loves his bride, the church. And what did he do to show that perfect love? Of course, he gave his all and he gave his life for us, right? So I was able to use that information as a foundational basis to build on and to grow into being the best future husband I could be. I still had a lot to learn, though. 
you know, I was getting on the right track by reading a lot about the subject, though, and that, that helped a lot. You know, as a pastor, I've had uh, several books that I've enjoyed reading, uh, some about church growth, some about apologetics, which is basically just proof of being presented for what we believe as Christians. And then, of course, study guides that uh, give various in-depth perspectives on the Word of God. I think it's always great to gather different perspectives as long as you're not straying from what the Word says. You know, and a standout read for me was one by Ray Comfort, his book called God Doesn't Believe in Atheists. <laughs> I love that one. You know, he gave some very compelling examples of how an unbeliever can find evidence of God's presence in our lives. You know, some of the information might even give some light bulb moments for believers, too. So I would definitely recommend that one. You know, and I also enjoyed uh, some of the Christian fiction writers that are out there. You've probably read some of those. You know, because uh, it was interesting how they would actually take uh, some of their storylines from biblical prophecies and current events. And so it really drove the point home there. And I'm thinking about books like the Left Behind series that deals with the events following the second coming of Jesus. And uh, then, of course, I've also enjoyed the Harbinger book series from Jonathan Kahn. And, uh, you know, he has always used prophetic scriptures uh, that applies to, of course, current events and to those things that are happening right now. So it shows how those things uh, have become a reality and what uh, is still to come. And it just blows my mind to see in black and white what is happening today and what's been prophesied from centuries ago. You know, and I'd also re recommend, of course, the Answers book from Ken Ham, and it tackles many scientific questions from an intelligent design perspective. And, you know, it makes for a nice reference book for any future questions about creation that might come up, something good to have handy to be able to refer to. Of course, it's all scripturally based, so it just points you to uh, the right scriptures to use to be able to stand on uh, that foundation. You know, I've even tried, believe it or not, to uh, write my own book. I've tried my hand at it. And uh, it was actually an e-book that sold on a few online platforms. And I called it The Journey of the Semi-Famous. <laughs> it was basically a long form of what I share in this podcast. But of course, the main subject was a walk through uh, all of the nearly famous moments that I've had over the years and encountered uh, different individuals and ones that have been in my life that uh, helped me get to at least where I was there in, in the music business. And uh, it also shows some choices that I made to be able to continue on the path that I'm on now versus other paths I could have ended up being on. But, uh, you know, the funny thing is, I guess the interest in that book was only semi-popular. So, <laughs> so there's that, I guess. But the book that is uh, the most exciting, of course, to read, to study, and to live by is the Word of God, the Bible. What is amazing about the Bible is that it's the best-selling book of all time, and it's currently translated into 690 languages. And although there's a ministry uh, you know, that's out there that I've heard about recently, that they are trying to expand that amount of languages that it's translated into. And there's even a video... We were at a worship concert recently with Carrie Job, and they showed this video where um, a village, just a remote village out there of uh, folks that they have never been able to read the Bible because it wasn't in their language, got a shipment of those Bibles, and they were just crying and just uh, shouting and praising God for the opportunity to be able to read the Word of God. And just think you have one probably in your bookshelf right now. 
And so uh, you should pull that out and look into it because it has foundational information about history and science, poetry, laws and morals, prophecy, miracles, salvation, on and on and on, right? You know, I've read completely through the Bible a few times now, and it still amazes me how passages can hit me like new each time I go through them. You know, if you want to find out more about the basis for our laws, you can read about the Ten Commandments, or if you want to find out about the history behind Christmas or Easter, I know that uh, Christmas is coming up here quickly, you can find that in the New Testament, of course. Or if you want to know why and how to get saved, there are many scriptures that can get you there, um, especially through the book of Romans. They call it the Romans Road, and I definitely recommend reading through that, and it'll give you the information on what to do. In fact, a couple of scriptures in Romans talk about uh, the need for uh, the writings and the scriptures and the Word of God. Uh, Romans 15.4 says, For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. Isn't that awesome? You know, books and especially the Bible were written to encourage us and give us hope and knowledge for the future. I love that. Uh, in fact, in Romans ten seventeen it says, So faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the Word of God. And I love that. Books are important in our lives, aren't they? You know, what are you currently reading, I guess, is a good question. What are you uh, getting into that's helping you? Is it something that can help you grow or encourage you in some way? Are you taking time to read the most popular book of all time? That's the big question, right? The Word of God. You know, that's where you can find the promises of the Lord to stand on each day. And it can give you the hope you need for the future through seeing fulfilled prophecies and discovering the path to salvation and, of course, victory in your own life. And knowing that is the best way to travel through life's beautiful journey. Our podcast, again, is sponsored by Grace Chapel Community Church. And more information can be found about the church at gracechapel.us. Again, that's gracechapel.us. Remember that you can also send me an email directly to Pastor Doug Meacham at yahoo.com. Again, that's Pastor Doug, M E A C H A M, at yahoo.com. So, won't you join us again next week for Life's Beautiful Journey? Thanks again for joining us, and God bless. We make life beautiful.